What if every time you went out, you could cash in? Now with the Capital One Saver Card, you earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment, like celebrating every year the crew gets older. Or when you and your crew are courtside during overtime. No matter your reason for going out, now you have four more. Introducing the new Saver Card from Capital One. Earn 4% on dining and 4% on entertainment. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Capital One Bank, USANA. What are we going to do as a church? Our souls need to wake up. We need to respond to the gospel of Jesus. He said, go into the world. We don't want to deal with reality, Christian. We don't even want to deal with reality even though we've been saved from this place. I'm calling on you today in the name of Jesus to rise up to the call of God. Christ is coming back soon. If I start telling people about hell, I might just scare them off. Where are you going to scare them off to? Hell number two? People stop thinking about it. If hell really exists, and it does, I didn't say that Jesus did. Then don't you think people need to know about it? Can't you at least give them a fighting chance? Are you just going to sit there and let them burn? This is Chris from Don't Let Them Burn. Waiting for my brother's worry to get on. Got a good show lined up for you tonight. You could also hit us up on Twitter, Don't Let Them Burn. Facebook, Don't Let Them Burn. And tonight, it's a continuation of last week's show where we look into the alien deception in movies. In that show, we just showed you how they they want to erase the image of God from the public psyche to bring in a more new age mindset into the people. Now, this week, we go into the daughters of men. What do we mean by that? We're going to go through the Bible and give a few scriptures, and then we're going to start rolling into the movies, so we're going to give you a trail to follow. So in order to understand where we're going to go with this, we need to have a certain mindset, a certain uh, view, so that when we get to certain things, you're going to be able to understand why it connects back to the Bible. Some of this starts back in Genesis 6, where the sons of God came and laid with the daughters of men, and they bore giants. They were called Nephilims. They were hybrid beings that basically... Um, were meant to same to destroy the bloodline of man and where Jesus would come through. So if you have understanding, you'll be able to grasp things that's coming down to you in theology, in, in books, the comics, and, and all these other things. Uh, my brother Rory's on the line. How are you doing? Good. Well, good night, uh, everyone. Um, Rory here. I just wanted to say welcome, welcome, welcome. Just wanted to share with everyone the love, the love of Jesus Christ. The love that he, he showed us by dying on the cross for our sins. And because of him, we're definitely grafted in. We're definitely saved because of the work that Christ has done, the work that he has done on the cross. For that reason and that reason alone. Um, tonight, as I'm quite sure my brother already shared, we're going to be doing um, The Alien Deception in Movies, Part 2. And um, we talked about scriptures, and one of the scriptures... The first one that, that, that comes to mind is um, where we talk about in Genesis 6 where the sons of God and the daughters of men, and let me just get there real quick, and I'll read Genesis 6, the account that went on in Genesis 6 and why this is going to be pivotal to what we're going to be talking about. And it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and the daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair. And they took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, 
my spirit will not always strive with men, for that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. There were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came unto the daughters of men and bore children to them, and the same became mighty men which were of old, men of renown. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart were only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth. And it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy men who I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and fowl of the ear, for it repenteth me that I have made him or made them. Well, wow, that alone says a lot. Um, first it talked about in Genesis 6, if you want to look it up, and this might be, you might say, well, why are we doing this? But I think this has to be at the, the foundation. Genesis 6, 1, the wickedness of man that grieves God. So men were so wicked at the time that God was upset that he had made man because he saw that man was continually evil. This was right after the fall, and men became evil. Not only men were evil, but they started commingling based off of what Scripture said. So the sons of God went into the daughters of men. And it talked about how they mated, and the offspring of that union was giant, okay? And the giants were there in those days. So, and we see, God said he was going to wipe out all living things. But if you continue going down, um, you will see that in verse 8, it started off by saying, but Noah found grace in the eyes of God. Because he was the only man that was, or not the only man, but the lineage was perfect in all his generation. There was no altering in his DNA. Um, And so why we have this show tonight? Because we are of the belief that this is the same thing that men are trying to do today. And they're pushing this in movies and in other things. My brother? Yes, indeed. Um, And just to let the the audience know that when it says the sons of God in in um, uh, the Old Testament, uh, the word is benai Elohim, and it always it's talking right. of angels, fallen angels. So some people are going to argue that angels can't, but I was saying other. Um, and there's there are there are other views to this, to this um, passage right here, but I don't hold to those views. But you can look those views up for yourself. Now, it, before I said we have to have this understanding to get to where we're going to go. Um, so that we could bridge what's going on in today's society through the movies and, and, and other forms of entertainment. And where it says men of um, renown, in other, in other translation, it will say they were the heroes of old. The heroes. Where do we get the heroes from? The heroes were superhuman. They were... They were. These are where some of the myths and legends come from. Um, I'm not saying that every single god people made up came from all of this, but you're talking about a world civilization wiped out. So you go back into antiquity and you will see that some of the gods that people worship, they all they did was take the creation story, twist it to where they wanted to be, and they made mythology or a. Uh, a religion out of it, and people still worship some of these, these gods today. 
like Odin and Thor. And so right. you can go and look into some of those, uh, two of those mythologies. The other thing I wanted to just share with we we talked about Genesis 6, but also in the book of Jude, we also see that there are other things that are going on too. We see that in the book of Jude, there are two types of angels that were that left their first estate. One, that there were angels that were chained up, the wicked angels. This is in Jude, Jude 6. Um, and they were there. And then there, there are these also, the angels that are loose angels. So the unchained angels are present and have access to the high places and to the bodies of the unsaved. And this you'll find this in Ephesians six twelve, Luke eight twenty seven, Mark one three. These unchained unchained angels, of course, someday will be judged by God. Their own main sin was that following Satan in his fall rebellion against God. First Corinthians six verse one. Isaiah fourteen twelve and 17, and Ezekiel 28, 12, 19. The chained are at present already incarcerated, and it says in the book of Jude, they're incarcerated under darkness. They're incarcerated under darkness. So there are other angels, like we talk about, that they're about seeking, like like the, the word of God says, the devil is like a, a, a lion seeking to see who he may devour. And this is what's going on. And this is the, the deception that's out there. Okay? So this, these are some of the things that we're going to touch on tonight and hopefully be able to share with you. And I want everyone to know that even what we're talking about here, um, one of the key components of what we're talking about has to do with sex. And I'm just going to put that out Yes. Sex. Illicit sex. If you go back to Sodom and Gomorrah, some people say, well, it was about homosexuality or this and that. That's not the only thing that was going on. There are other things. Illicit sex. Things that are out of the norm, what God had created. God created the male and female and the two shall become one. They shall leave their mother and father, and the two shall become one. Another way to look at it, if we were to look at at a union between a man and a woman, if um, a man and a woman come together and their organs are functioning properly, that's the only way, only way, the only way that a baby can be born. That's the only way. There's no other way. That is the hand of God himself that's there. So here in Job uh, 4, 13 to 18, it's another sort of evidence towards angels can take human form and, and do sexual acts. If you go down to the bottom of the the verse 8, you'll see it says, and his angels had charge with folly. Folly in the Old Testament usually describes some sort of sexual sin. You just have to look it up for yourself. Um, and And... You know, keep keep this in perspective, because this is a serious thing that's going on in in our age, in our um, in the in the past few or so years. It, the, the the UFO phenomenon, the alien 
people are very interested in aliens. And so that's why we're giving you these breadcrumbs to, to follow us. You know, going back into the, the mythologies, you have so-called gods where they were a lot of sexual needs uh, and having babies with, with human women. And from those were what's demigod, a hybrid, uh, something that's born of the so-called god and human. And so they would come with superpower and feed titans. The titans were the were huge and, and even the gods, and sometimes even more powerful. So you am going to play two clips, two movies that uh, I'm talk about go. Zeus and, and, and what he did. Go ahead. The oldest stories ever told are written in the stars. Stories of time before man and God, when Titans ruled the earth. The Titans were powerful, but their reign was ended by their own sons, Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades. Zeus convinced his brother Hades to create a beast so strong it could defeat their parents. And from his own flesh, Hades gave birth to an unspeakable horror, the Kraken. Zeus became king of the heavens. Poseidon, king of the seas. Hades, tricked by Zeus, was left to rule the underworld in darkness and in misery. It was Zeus who created man, and man's prayers fed the gods' immortality. But in time, mankind grew restless. They began to question the gods, and finally rise up against them. Is it true? 
The story of your birth began with the rebellion of King Acrisius. Mankind had grown tired of the gods' mistreatment and cruelty. Acrisius led a siege on Olympus. It is said the other gods wanted to simply lay waste to Acrisius and his army. But Zeus loved man too much. Instead, he chose to make an example of Acrisius. He disguised himself as the king and visited the chamber where the king's wife was sleeping. My king. Acrisius grew mad with rage. He ordered the execution of his wife and Zeus's newborn son. I curse you, Zeus! I deny you the body you soil! And the bastard child with it! The queen and her child were cast into the sea. Your mother was killed, but you, part man, part god, you lived. I've watched over you ever since waiting for the day when you will help bring an end to the tyranny of the gods. You were born to kill the Kraken. I don't know why I was born. Or what I am. But I know it's not the Kraken I want to kill. How do I get the Hades? Right. Wow. So there you have You have a, a different creation story. And you have a story of... Uh, uh, a god that just wants to sleep with whoever he wants to and have kids and you know he's of you know sexual revenge and other things we know paganism um but we just want to give you that right that 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 premise right there that foundation um along with the bible because when we get into the to the other stuff you're going to see what's really going on and um and what's being pushed on you and in, in, in a lot of these you know the the um that he doesn't even know what he is and is still corrupt. But he, he ends up the hero of the movie. But they're not human. That's one of those points you want to make out. They're not human. That's why God had to bring... Part of the reason why God had to bring the flood on. And some some people say that the uh, the demons are the spirits of the giants. Uh, and I don't know if I hold to that belief, but that's what that's out there. <clears throat> so. Well, well you, one of the things I, that I see in the, when I look at this whole entire thing, what it says to me is that, you know, um, men seem to be putting forth this the same thing that we talked about, sons of God, daughter of, of men. And this is for mm-hmm. that reason God said he had to come down and and deal with the issue. As a matter of fact, Things were so bad that he came down and wiped out the entire human race except for one family, and yeah, um, that that was it, it, it's that brutal, you know. Next clip. You think you know the truth about him? You know nothing. His father was Zeus, the Zeus, king of the gods. His mother, Alcmene, a mortal woman. Together they had a boy, half human, half god. 
Zeus's queen, Hera, saw this bastard child as an insult, a living reminder of her husband's infidelity. Alcmene named the boy Hercules, which means glory of Hera, but this failed to appease the goddess. She wanted him dead. All right. So that's just another one of the offspring of the so-called gods. So the next thing we want to talk about, well, the movie Immortals came out, and the, one of the biggest things they pushed in this movie, the, the basic message was all men's souls are immortal, but the souls of the righteous are immortal and the light. And that's from Socrates, but that's from Biblical. So it goes along with this, this same mythology. Um, I'm not going to talk about that movie too much. But this is this is one of the things that that comes out of the new age, and the same message and what you're gonna what you're about to hear in um, our first clip from one of the new age teachings, you're gonna see what's being set up in front of you by these people that channel spirit. They channel these entities that tell them they want to hear about the so-called future or what, what's coming to the planet. So, um, Rory, if you have that clip ready, the, the first new yeah, clip, yeah. we could play that. Yeah. Um, yes, we're going to. But before we even do that, I, I just want to, um, just to say to the audience, that in Ephesians 6.12, the Bible says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And, you know, this thing is is coming, it's being channeled, basically, in the movie theaters. It's being channeled, it's being, it's being put on people. As a matter of fact, um, when we go and look at some of the, um, some of the stats, they're saying about 40% of all people living in the United States today believe that, yeah, believe that, this alien deception and that it's real. Can you imagine that? And yes, this is yeah, this, these are what these <laughs> these are what people are are going after hook, line, and sinker, and it's 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 not it's not true, it's just not true. You know, all right, not true at all. You are correct, okay. So moving on so, to the next one. Spirit channelers and mediums from all walks of life claim contact with the spirit realm. The purpose of this contact, supposedly, is to teach mankind to achieve a higher state of consciousness through the knowledge they present. A classic example is Jay-Z Knight, a highly successful spirit channeler who channels a spirit calling itself Ramtha. Ramtha's School of Enlightenment claims to reach some 60 cities in 26 countries around the world. In this interview, shot in 1998, Knight explains how she came in contact with her guiding spirit. This was like an angel in my kitchen. You, do, you don't have time to react. You don't have time to, to, to rationalize this in your life. This is happening in your little kitchen. You just I just blurted out, You're so beautiful, who are you? And he smiled. This beautiful smile lit up the whole room and he said, I am Ramtha the Enlightened One and I've come to help you over the ditch. And I looked back up at him and he said, 
beloved daughter. He said, I have come to make you a light to the world. Equipped with a bad British accent, something that seems common among channelers, Knight gives herself over to the spirit of Ramtha. I am Ramtha the Enlightened One. I am 35,362, one and 37 seconds years old. I was born in that which is termed a great and marvelous place called Muria, and my destiny here is to teach you that which you desire to know, and to let you know that every word that I say I will manifest for you in your life. Incredibly, throughout the interview, Ramtha and Knight repeat the central themes of the New Age movement over and over, insisting that there is no death and that man himself is a god his only task being to realize his self-empowerment. So I must become the teacher. I must plant in your mind outrageous concepts. Here, Knight denies that Ramtha is a demon, but believes he was a man who has achieved divine status due to knowledge and experience. He's not a devil. He's not a demon. He's not a guru. He's a god. I am a teacher and a god. I'm a god because I experienced all of these things. And I am a teacher, not of truth, but of philosophy. Ramtha insists that his teaching is simple, to get people to realize the great intelligence within themselves and that they can do no wrong. It's really simple. First, you have to acknowledge that you are the great intelligence that lives in you. And your body is an extension of that intelligence. And there is no good and bad in God. That's impossible. As if echoing the voice of the serpent, Knight now directs the listener to the path of sacred knowledge. We deserve to know the truth. And those who ask are going to be given everything going to be given all the sacred knowledge. We are not given but one lifetime to prove what we know. This is not a test. It is an opportunity. Ramtha propagates the New Age lie that man has many opportunities to get it right through reincarnation and evolution. I would say that I am relatively young to many of you who have been reincarnating and slowly evolving to ask the great questions the great mysteries, to have them revealed here. My daughter is here simply to say, you're an immortal. You are wearing this body as if you wore a garment of silk or a garment of roughly hewn wool. You are here simply to wear the garment and to live the experience, but you have never died and never will. That is not in the plan of God. Next, Knight and Ramtha deny that God is a person, but insist he is a natural life force that exists in everyone. He saw what God really is. God is not a being. It is life itself. It's, it's the will of life. And it's in everything. You want to help people, and you have to live your light. And you have to be proud that you accept if God lives, he's in me. And you are a righteous man for saying so. 
Because if he lives in you, then he lives in everyone. Why cannot everyone share such a treasure? I love his message, Behold God. I love it that he says to us that we are divine. The journey of awakening is not through a redeemer, but when we realize we are our own redeemer. It is a lie, it is a lie, what the fanatics tell you. As with the rest of the movement, rejecting the gospel of Jesus Christ and the teaching of the church is essential to the message. As long as we think that some channel, some channeled entity, some Christ, some priest, some preacher, some deity, some prophet is our Redeemer that excuses us from living life, we have missed the message. Why don't we learn to think on our own and find new benefactors for that greatness? Genius, you know, it's that which is not mediocrity, is not predictable, is not funded, is not hired. It is that which can dream beyond the paradigms. You have the ability to be a genius. And did you know that every dream that you dream should never be put aside as imagination? That every dream is the next step of your evolution. And Ramtha gives us permission. He first says, you are God. Now let's get about learning how to be that. Religion is no longer sacred. Everyone questions the church. They should. Everyone questions the meaning of life. And everyone questions the direction that science has taken. And when you do that, it is an age of enlightenment. We cannot have... Enlightenment does not come on the heels of the Black Plague. No, that is not enlightenment. Enlightenment comes on the heels of plenty. Because only when you are gluttonous to everything and you question everything... Are you ripe to know what you have never known? So forget about the past and live today on the wisdom, the virtue of what you've gained. You don't have to feel guilty about your life anymore. I would love someone to stand up and say, God doesn't live outside of you. God is you. All right, there you go. So that one clip just gave you a big overview of the New Age movement. You are God. That's what they believe, and they 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 say basically you don't regret anything. That's where the term no regrets come from. You know you don't want to you don't don't regret nothing, nothing that you've done in the past. Just live your life. But anyway, <laughs> we have a lot to cover, and this this this, this deception. So go ahead, my brother. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's it's a it's a major deception, and on on so many different levels, what she's saying. First, denying Jesus Christ. Second, talking about questioning everything. Live your life. Um, and it, it has nothing to do with the, 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 what the Word of God says. The Word of God, you know, it's God is the one. He's the author and the finisher of our faith, or he's the maker. He's the one. He said he created man from the dust. And when he created man from the dust in the book of Genesis, he gave them rules to go by. It's, it's just like if we go out today and purchase a vehicle, 
and we don't want to follow the manual of that vehicle. That is, is crazy. If he is the maker yeah. and he says, abide by these things, do these things, and then you will live. But if you don't want to, no. And you see, people have been enticed by spirits, enticed by spirits because that's what it is. She's, she's a channeler. She's a diviner. And the, the word of God says, have no part in any of them. So we even go as far as canceling even the very word she spoke. Those who want to seek Christ first, because he's the hope of growth, seek him first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all the other things shall be added unto you. Then she also said that you should, be, um, you should just give yourselves over, be gluttonous for everything. No, that's not right. That's wrong. You can't be gluttonous. The Bible says to hunger and thirst for righteousness. Hunger mm-hmm. and thirst Amen. for righteousness. And, 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 and that's, what, that's what this is about. Amazing. We could go on and on, but we have to move on. Number two, flip, number two coming up now. While Jay-Z Knight is among the more successful mediums, she is certainly not alone. A nearly identical doctrine is preached from a series of channelers who believe they are in communication with extraterrestrial spirits from other planets and galaxies. In the documentary, UFOs and Channeling, the late actor Telly Savalas reveals that the purpose of channeling these alien entities is entirely consistent with the purpose of the New Thought New Age movement, to change the thinking of mankind. Tonight, we're going to show you some film that may change the way you think about life. Change the way you think about life. Next, we are introduced to a woman who channels a spirit, calling itself Leah. Hello, Philip. How are you today? Very good, Leah. How are you? Very fine, thank you. So, what is it that you wanted to know? Where are you from? I'm from Venus. I don't think anybody's going to believe that uh, you or anybody else could be from Venus. Could you explain to us how you could be when everybody knows it's uninhabitable? They think it's uninhabitable because it is not inhabitable by physical life forms. We have bodies of light. While Leah rambles on with fantastical ideas, she soon compels the audience toward global unity, a message found throughout the New Age movement. And what occurs here on this planet will affect the rest of the universe. Can you, with all of your different ideas, all of your different races, come together as one planet and one people? We have dedicated millennia upon millennia, to this idea. The earlier experiments with Pan and Lemuria and Atlantis were not successful. But this one will be. Now the interviewer asked the woman to exchange spirits and to channel another spirit that calls itself the Tibetan. Tibet is an often referred to hotspot for New Age empowerment. Hitler's Nazi occultists went to Tibet thinking to find their ancient Aryan ancestors. Listen carefully to the Tibetan's message as he refers to the great I Am, the name God reveals in the Bible to describe himself. I am the Tibetan and I have come during this time continuum to discuss with you the idea of the only question in the universe. And that question is, what is? And the answer is, 
I am. For all things that are created, that were created, that shall be created, fall under the question, what is? And you, each and every one of you, are that answer, and that answer is, I am. I am is also the name of the creator of this universe. That is all. I relinquish control to the entity, Leah. As the entity Leah returns, she confirms the You Are God message and refers to the new race that will arise through the New Age movement. Most New Agers today do not realize that this new race is identical to the master race prophesied by Adolf Hitler, a race of so-called supermen who will be their own gods, having rejected the one true God of the Bible. This new age is where there will be a race on this planet and throughout all galaxies. And the name of that race will be peace. It's been wonderful spending some time with you. As you take this little piece of information with you, know that you are never alone. You are all connected to the creative source of this universe. And nothing can stop that flow except your denial that you are God. We thank you. Good day. All right, there we go. So they, she talks about Atlantis in another city. Um, and in the philosophy, Plato believed in Atlantis and that it was before the flood. And it was, um, we're talking about the, the 10 God kings or the 10 God kings over the world. Uh, Revelation, it talks about 10 kings ruling the, uh, the the known world that we have now. So he believed in the super race. He believed in it. And he wrote about it. So this entity or demon is, is showing, telling the same story of this new hybrid race or a highly evolved race that will basically plan it. Okay, this, the false religion of evolution and, and you know ev evolution is uh, a theory but people will stand on it by faith okay so we've, we've evolution, covered evolution evolution also denies god the existence of god and exactly. His creation exactly you know yeah. um and you know um you know when the question was asked you live on Mars. He said, no, um, physical, can live, but spirits can. And that's what people don't realize, that these things are spirits that they're dealing with. And, yes, they come across as angels of light, but they're actually demons. You know, and it takes right. me back to, um, to, to the book of Mark. And you see, in the book of Mark, Mark, Mark um, the fifth, Book of Mark, when Jesus came out of the boat, he met a man at the gathering, and it wasn't the man that was talking. And you see, we have we have um, something here. It wasn't the man himself that talked, but he saw Jesus Christ coming, and this man dwelt among the tombs, 
and no chains could bind him. No chains could bind him. Um, and whatever chains they put on him, he would just break them. And he, um, and he was always there day and night. He would run through the tombs. And he would cut himself and do all sorts of different things, stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, it says in um, Mark 5, chapter 6, all right. he cried up in a loud voice Sorry. and said to him that, that, who are you? And has it come time yet? Is it time? Why are you come to torment us? So it wasn't the man speaking. It was the spirit that was speaking. It was a spirit that was speaking, just like you have these people that are using spirits to speak through them. That's what's going on. They're possessed by demons. Yeah. Amen? Um, so we've just given you the basic foundation and set up of everything to introduce to you. So the next clip that we're going to play is from a movie from 1984 starring Jeff Bridges called Starman. I used to watch this as a kid um, and was very intrigued by it. I didn't go into the new age, but, you know, <laughs> show you just from everything you've just heard and what we're going to play next. I'm going to, I'm going to give you illustrated of some of the movie for you. Basically, NASA sends out the pro Voyager, Voyager with, with a message that any extraterrestrial life in the galaxy. When it encounters the first form, it shows a video message from the United Nations in 54 different languages. So the life force reacts, it, it comes to Earth um, and travels very quickly in an orb-shaped vessel. It then is then picked up by the military that shoots it down. Upon crashing, this orb-shaped presence comes up, presence out of the ship seeking refuge. Um, it enters the house of a lady and quickly scans the entire house to find something and assimilate or clone. It finds some home photos and here strands of the deceased male, the dead husband of a woman called Dee Hayden, who was awakened by the police and grabs her gun to defend herself. She, she um, watches as being in the form of a baby that grows into an adult male uh, very quickly who resembles her dead husband. Um, you can roll it down, um, Rory. I'll talk about the rest later. Okay. You're not Scott. Scott. What do you want, anyway? Why did you come here? I look like Scott. So you do not be a little bit jumpy. That's, uh, me and Scott on our honeymoon. Our honeymoon is what you call it when. Two people first get married and they go off together after they've fallen in love. You find love. Love is, um, it's when you care 
more for someone else than you do for yourself. But it's not just that, it's it's when someone is a part of you. And when they to another a few months later. We're on our honeymoon. Honeymoon is nice. Oh, yeah, it's just beautiful. Define beautiful. Beautiful better than terrific. Better than Dutch apple pie. The best. My mom always said there wasn't a thing wrong with the world, but a hot bath and a good night's sleep couldn't fix. What am I doing? I must be getting punchy. It's just in that light, you look so much like Scott. I wasn't thinking. You said the nose is different. What? You said your nose is different. You broke his twice, and there's something else. I don't know, something spooky about your eyes. It's word for word. You, you remember everything you hear word for word? Everything I hear, everything I see, everything I... Everything this body feels. I lift the top. I know it sounds impossible, but I have a couple of people that say they saw him carrying her out of the burning wreckage. And then they just disappeared in the smoke. I've had the police check the entire area, and there are no bodies. Wait, wait, Mrs. Hayden. Do you know who... Or what? You were kidnapped by. He doesn't want to hurt anybody. Really, can't you just leave him alone? Hello? Hello? Can anyone have babies? Just women. I understand the reproductive process as you know it. <laughs> as we know it. you have a baby? No. No babies. Why not? Scott and I wanted to have a baby. It just turned out I couldn't. I'm one of those lucky ladies that just can't have one. Better get out of those wet clothes. Better get warm. You know what pneumonia is? No? Well, you're going to find out unless we get you dry in a hurry. Why didn't you wake me? I like to watch you sleep. I don't know. Strange. I think I am becoming a planet person. 
have to go back and some way you could stay. No, I must go back. But there is something I must tell you. I gave you a baby tonight. Impossible, I can't have a child. I've been to a doctor, a couple of them. Believe what I tell you. A boy, baby. He will be human, the baby of your husband, but also he will be my baby. He will know everything I know, and when he grows to manhood, he will be a teacher. If you do not want this baby, tell me now, I will stop it. Which is your star? Can you see it from here? Why? I want to show him where his father came from. Blow in the sky. There. See it? What's it like up there? Not like this, but it is beautiful. There is only one language, one law, one people. And there is no war, no hunger. The strong do not victimize the helpless. We are very civilized, but we have lost something, I think. You are all so much alive, all so different. I will miss the cooks and the singing and the dancing and the eating. And the other things. There are so many questions I'd like to ask you. I hardly even know where to begin. Is it... Are you supposed to meet someone here? Is that it? Yes. You don't understand. There isn't much time, please. Why here? Why the crater? Have people from your world been here before? Before, yes. We are interested in your species. You mean some kind of an anthropologist? Is that what you're doing here? Just checking us out? You are a strange species. Not like any other. And you would be surprised how many there are. Intelligent but savage. Shall I tell you what I find beautiful about you? You are at your very best when things are worst. Oh, Mr. Sherman, please. If he stays here, he'll die. I must go. Take me with you. I cannot. Please. You will die there. I don't care. I care. Now, tell me again how to say goodbye. Tell me you love me. I love you. Tell the baby about me.
Goodbye, Jenny Hayden. All right. So there you have it. Everything reflected in that long clip was basically what was taught in, in the New Age, New Age doctrine and in some of the stuff contained in the Bible. And this woman, you know, she's very gullible. They always go after women, sometimes men, but most most of the time women. Um, and he has he has special powers. He, he um, uses telepathy. He has a silver metallic metallic ball that he that he goes around. He can heat up objects and explode them. Um, he also bring uh, back the dead, humans or animals that have been dead uh, for hours. He revived the young lady that got shot by the cops um, hours after she was dead. Um, he said he'll die if he doesn't get to the rendezvous point in three days. How can he? How can a being who's traveled across the galaxy in a ship and in his true form is, is a, a, a being made of light die unless he means the cloned human body that he is? One that he does not. You know, sometimes when you see some of the uh, possession videos and stuff, you'll see that these, these entities can't, sometimes can't even walk right in, in, inside the body they possess, and sometimes it can. Uh, it also plays on her human emotions for her dead husband, and I think the, 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 the plausibility of all that is because he wants to complete his mission, impregnation, and he, he says the baby will know everything I know. He's a hybrid. He's not human. And he, he, he says some, some crazy things. Oh, uh, can you have? Uh, can you make babies or something like that? And then I understand the whole reproductive process. I mean, well, I asked the question first, but anyway, that's writing. Go ahead, Ori. <laughs> well, um, you know, one of the things I read the scripture before that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. That's one. Against powers. So. We are seeing principalities dealing with these things. And I, yeah, you might say, well, no, we're just watching a movie clip. But you know what? People have been exposed to these things. We talk about telepathy. They're always saying that or channeling powers. These are the powers against rulers of this darkness, um, darkness of this world. And this is what mm. this is what this is what we're dealing with. And it something's well no, it's just it just it's just a movie, they're just writing it. Romans eight, thirty eight and thirty nine. I am or I'm persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels that's one, stop, nor principalities, stop, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate those of us that are in Christ, in the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. And why am I saying that? I'm saying that because, you know, we heard all the other clips before, and we heard this one. And yes, it comes in the form of a movie, and it's cleaned up, and it looks all nice. And the, 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 the thing about it is the woman is getting her, her way in a sense, or um, she's being exposed to it because of her her being vulnerable. The clip before this, the lady said she was in her kitchen, and this thing came to her, and she was vulnerable. You see, one of the things that 
people don't understand is when they close themselves off to Christ, he says he turns them over to a reprobate mind. He lets them go. So if there is if there is the absence of God, they're open up to anything else that is not of God. Amen? Yes. Amen. And uh, there was a movie called Astronaut's Wife with Johnny Depp. And basically it's a male astronaut. He returns from space. Um, he impregnates his wife. But the sad thing is the person that returned from space wasn't really her husband, and uh, at least in spirit, you know. So in this movie, it gets, it gets crazy. But the reason I'm mentioning that movie is because there was a, a TV show uh, that I think it lasted two seasons with Halle Berry called Extent, and a female astronaut is in top familiar spirit um, in space, a scientist, and she returns to Earth. When she returns to Earth, she, re- she realizes that she's pregnant, and she has to hide the fact that she's pregnant for many many reasons. But by uh, she has the baby. But by the end of the season, the first season one. Uh, her hybrid child reveals to her that there are more coming. There are more coming, and that's that's going to be um, that's one of the themes that that run through uh, some of these uh, science fiction movies, superhero movies, and things. And so that's something we, we want to talk about. Yeah, they're always Superman. opening up portals and stuff like that. Right. So, and yeah. so the next one is Superman, and we, uh, many people know who Superman is. Uh, he's an alien or a being from another planet that was sent to Earth to be a savior. And and he intermingles his seed with the seed of a woman. He has a son named Superboy. Uh, why? So that his hybrid offspring can multiply on the Earth and become the human race because they will be like gods because of the power they would gain from the yellow sun. Uh Superman returns, uh, well, this first Superman, uh, you know, he came, you know, the, the origin story. Um, Superman 2, he, he, he fought villains um, that were from his home. So in Superman Returns, he come back from a trip the space and realizes him. And throughout the movie, they kind of kept it a little quiet, but they showed that the kid had uh, superhuman powers. So anyway, the, the new one, Man of Steel, comes out, and it's the same premise and everything, but entire genes of his uh, ancestry is inside of his blood cell father for, for, for a certain reason. So you can play the clip on Man of Steel. Did you find the world? We have. Orbiting a main sequence yellow star, just as you said it was. Young star. The cells will drink its radiation. It's a seemingly intelligent population. You'll be an outcast. A freak. They'll kill him. How? You'll be a god to them. You led us here, Cap. And now it's within your power to save what remains of your race. On Krypton, the genetic template for every being yet to be born is encoded in the registry of citizens. 
Your father stole the registry's codex and stored it in the capsule that brought you here. For what purpose? So that Krypton can live again. On Earth. Where is the codex, Cal? If Krypton lives again, what happens to Earth? The Foundation has to be built on something. Even your father recognized that. Is it true what Zod said about the Codex? Strike that We wanted you to learn what it meant to be human first. So that one day, when the time was right, you could be the bridge between two peoples. You are weak, Zonafel. Unsure of yourself. <laughs> The fact that you possess a sense of morality, and we do not, gives us an evolutionary advantage. And if history has proven anything, it is that evolution always wins. It is of little consequence, because I have located the Codex. It was never in the capsule. Jor-El took the Codex, the DNA of a billion people. Then he bonded it within his son's individual cells. All of Krypton's heirs, living, hidden in one refugee's body. You know they say it's all downhill after the first kiss. I'm pretty sure it only counts when you're kissing a human. All right, evolution is in there too. Watch the movie. I was like, what evolution has to do with anything that's going on in this scene right here? But they put that in there. Part of the new age teaching is evolution, and these this race that came from Superman's home planet—they're not even from Earth, and yet they talk evolution. What did we hear in the New Age clip? This from Venus is taught by evolution. Uh, basically, you know, you know it's just a bunch of foolishness, but this is real. And this is out in the real world, and people are practicing and put it in front of your face, in front of your kids, in front of you when you and watch these movies. Some of us are, you know, might be, you know, immune to it, or we watch what we want, and and we don't turn to the new age. But what about the people that do? They're pretty much all the same, dealing with the trying to alter the DNA of a non-human, which yeah. doesn't exist. If I go back to scripture, you know, we are to hunger and thirst for after God, hunger and thirst for righteousness. Mm. You know, and seek and Him so, first. Seek God first. The King, um, seek mm. Him first. That's the most important thing. And now. In, in one of the first you heard that the, the gnosis they they want to give us the the knowledge or we suppose after the secret teachings the see the, the occult the knowledge the gnosis and, and um the next clip we want to play is from uh thor when we have it ready you can let me know but thor is basically again he's an uh, alien exiled or an alien god exiled to earth he gives the earth woman the gnosis that she, she keep her research going, he will eventually, you know, mingle with her. Um, why? Same reason. 
you know, if he has a child with this woman, it will be the same thing. So I'm showing you a pattern here and showing you, you know, this, this noise stuff is all over the place. No, Jane, listen to me. You must not give up. You must finish what you started. Why? Because you're right. Yeah, look. Your ancestors called it magic, and you call it science. Well, I come from a place where they're one and the same thing. What is that? My father explained it to me like this, that your world is one of the nine realms of the cosmos, linked to each other by the branches of Vigdrasil, the world's tree. Now, you see it every day without realizing images glimpsed through, uh, what did you call it, this, uh, this Hubble telescope. Hubble. Hubble telescope. <laughs> Tell me more. So the nine realms. Now there is Midgard, which is uh, Alfheim, Vanaheim, Jotunheim, and Asgard. And that's where I come from. I must go back to Asgard, but I give you my word. I will return for you. And you know she's falling in love with him and anything like that, but that's uh, just a little tidbit there from that movie. Um, then we have Transformers Two, where uh, an alien robot, uh, a small alien robot, simulates sex like a dog um, um, on, a, on a female's leg. It's just, we're showing this perversion all over the place. Uh, we have what's going on in, in Star Trek is the main one of the main characters. He's a human hybrid, he, he and in the in the newer version of Star Trek, uh, he's basically teased by his the, the the kids on his planet as a kid, and uh, talking about his hybrid mother and and what he's missing, and then he's he's told about he can't his human emotions are getting in the way of of his um you know training or whatever. Spock. I presume you've prepared new insults for today? Affirmative. This is your 35th attempt to elicit an emotional response from me. You're neither human nor Vulcan and therefore have no place in this universe. Look, it's human eyes. They look sad, don't they? Perhaps an emotional response requires physical stimuli. He's a traitor, you know. Your father? For marrying her, that human whore. They called you a traitor. 
Emotions run deep within our race. In many ways more deeply than in humans. Logic offers a serenity humans seldom experience. The control of feelings. So that they do not control you. You suggest that I should be completely Vulcan. And yet you married a human. As ambassador to Earth, it is my duty to observe and understand human behavior. Marrying your mother was... logical. Should I choose to complete the Vulcan discipline of Kulinar and purge all emotion, I trust you will not feel it reflects judgment upon you. As always, whatever you choose to be, you will have a proud mother. You have surpassed the expectations of your instructors. Your final record is flawless. With one exception, I see that you have applied to Starfleet as well. It was logical to cultivate multiple options. Logical, but unnecessary. You are hereby accepted to the Vulcan Science Academy. It is truly remarkable, Spock, that you have achieved so much, despite your disadvantage. All rise! If you would clarify, Minister, to what disadvantage are you referring? Your human mother. Council. Ministers, I must decline. No Vulcan has ever declined admission to this academy. Then as I am half-human, your record remains untarnished. Spock, you have made a commitment to honor the Vulcan way. Why did you come before this council today? Was it to satisfy your emotional need to rebel? So that's another big part of, of in the main characters of the Star Trek franchise. And so we also have, I mean, what's coming towards the kids too, is this... Uh, in, in, in some of the animation, they give you the, the, the kids adults and run with them. A movie called Megamind is based again an alien movie from another planet that was to Earth ends up being the villain of the film. He falls in love with an Earth woman while deceiving her, masking himself in human form. She finds out about his deception, but still helps him. Uh, um, uh, helps the unrepentant villain to become the hero of the movie. The villain will and he ends up with the Earth Woman. I was li yeah. listening to what you were saying, and just to even go back to the last clip that you played, um, uh -huh. um, you talk about Thor. You know, um, where does Thor live? Where does he live? That's the name of the place. Yeah, Asgard, or you can say. You can say, I have God, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I look at a lot of these things, and um, as far as this, from a biblical perspective, and I see how people are being deceived. Um, deceived, yeah. and seeds are being planted in people's minds without them even knowing it. The seeds Correct. of other beings that are coming from other places, opening themselves mm -hmm. to spirits. They're not... Mm -hmm. They're not... Um, Aliens is spirits, and they're opening themselves to spirits to for themselves to be possessed. And this we see is happening more frequently today than ever. 
than ever before right. because people have given themselves over to these things. And that those are some yeah. of the dangers. You want know, to talk about the dangers, the dangers of even going to see a movie because of what is being put into the movie and what is being fed to the child or even the adult. That, you know, yeah. hey, God doesn't really exist, that um, we evolve as we go through through life and that we can go to higher levels. That's a lie. That's a mm-hmm. lie from the pit of hell. And and that's not true. Yeah. And uh, and the, the other thing is that more people believe this than even seeking mm-hmm. after God, seeking to find out who God is, looking to see that his handiwork is is throughout. It's all over. His handiwork is there. Yeah. That we're able to see it. And they did the they deny the very existence of God for this foolishness. This is utter nonsense that people are looking yeah. at and taking into themselves. For someone to sit there and channel in a spirit and, and do that, and there, there is no difference between this and someone channeling, channeling a, a spirit. That okay. what, that's what they, um, amazes me. And then we talk about um, the movie Megamind. Megamind is was like a demon, and yeah. he comes down to earth, and he deceives the people. He's the one that created the problem, deceives everyone, and then come up with a solution to fix the problem to make it seem like it's not him. And I looked at that movie, because they, they put it like it was for children, and I looked at it, and I had to tell my kids, hey, this is the first movie I saw that evil wins. And evil parades yeah. itself around like um, it's good. But evil it, evil is evil. And the thing about it is people don't understand what evil is. And this is why we're having some of these issues. But funny enough, what we're showing tonight is, is what's going on in the movies. And here it is. Look, we're going back to the very same movie theater. People are getting shot in movie theaters now more than ever. What's this big deal about mm-hmm. Even people getting shot in movie theaters. Why? Why in a theater? Why do people go to shoot in a theater? What's the big deal about a movie theater? Because it's a place of channeling. You're able to channel things. You're able to... It teaches people... It it feeds the subconscious. It feeds people's subconscious. And you're able to teach things to people. If we want to look at the the movie, there's a movie... I didn't watch the movie. I can't remember what it is. It's where the people in the movie were blue. And they spoke a language that was like, I can't remember that movie. Where after people watched that movie, they wanted to commit suicide. Avatar. 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 The yeah. spirit of suicide yeah. left with them out of the movie theater. Can you imagine yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> so, so why um, would we go up, subject ourselves to these things, you know? So but right before we play the next clip, um, which is Guardians of the Galaxy, if you want to find that real quick, um, there's a movie that came out called Ted. And in the in the beginning of the movie, it talks about magic is lost and things like that. But anyway, the kid gives a wish, a magical wish, and basically a spirit's channeled into a teddy bear by, you know, the wish from the kid. It becomes the boy's lifelong spirit guide that shoots out vulgar jokes and, and lust after human women. Uh, the movie gives goes as far as showing a scene of the possessed toy animal having real intercourse um, with his so-called girlfriend in the workplace, and he even gets promoted for it. So, again, this is a, a, a being from another place coming 
coming in to this world and going after women and all sorts of things within that movie. I had to cut it off, but um, I'm going to talk about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. We're not going to stay too long on this one. It's basically another hybrid, but you can go ahead and play that if you're ready. Leave him alone! When I picked you up as a kid, these boys wanted to eat you. They never tasted Terran before. I saved your life. Oh, will you shut up about that? God, 20 years you've been throwing that in my face. Like it's some great thing not eating me. Normal people don't even think about eating someone else, much less that person ever to be grateful for it. You abducted me, man. You stole me from my home and from my family. Yeah, Quill turned out okay. Probably good we didn't deliver him to his dad like we were hired to do. Yeah, that guy was a jackass. Why would you even know this? When we arrested you, we noticed an anomaly in your nervous system, so we had it checked out. I'm not Terran. You're half Terran. Your mother was of Earth. Your father, well, he's something very ancient we've never seen here before. That could be why you were able to hold a stone for as long as you did. Your friends have arrived. All right, see, another human hybrid. And this comes out of the comic books. A lot of these things are in comic books, and this one the that comes out of comic books. You'll find all sorts of new age teaching in the comic books. Um, but we're going to start coming back into what's being taught in the real world um, through uh, some of the movies, and, and we're going to get – it's going to get interesting in a second. But let me give you uh, stats. Uh, 65% – of the American church doesn't believe in the de- that the devil exists. And on the flip side, 68% of the outside doesn't believe that the devil exists. So those are, that's just, you know, those numbers are very close. But these movies, they're, they're setting people's mind up to worship the Antichrist and go the way of Satan continually. This is all predictive programming and indoctrination into a belief system that sometimes encourages sex with demons and familiar spirits. This is also found in comic books, games, uh, uh, other forms of entertainment and recreational activities. As you'll see by the end of the program, the uh, practitioners of the occult believe that Satan will have an offspring that will be a hybrid like seen in the movie, The Omen and The Final Conflict. But before we go there, um, this movie, The Last Exorcism, in the moment of the movie, the young is contorted and bending backwards with blood coming from her vaginal area, symbolizing her through the demon. This, this, this oppression that for her sexually, but it's interesting what the director says about movie. They were doing casting, and he would sit inside of casting room, and they would know that he was a director. He's looking for a certain, um, I guess you could call it aura or presence from the the actresses that are coming in. And he says the person, basically who they picked, she was the sweetest, mellowest, nicest girl. And when she did the exorcism, she went up the walls. People were scared, like, what is going on? And 
that is exactly what we needed. That energy, that darkness. And that's why I cast it. That's what the director said. And uh, and then two days before we actually shot the exorcism scene, um, which was written completely different from what you saw, uh, I asked her if she had any ideas, uh, anything that, that she wanted to try out. She said, uh, in the hotel lobby, why don't I do this? Basically, she, what's her, one of her bending backwards contorted? Um, and she bent over backwards. And, and she said, I said, you stay as you are. I'm going to go rewrite the whole scene, and we are going to base the scene around that. Okay. So there's a, a clip in there. Rory, it's called Incubus. If you, let me know when you find that. Um, so basically, we've, we've gone through a, a, a bunch of material, and we see that the New Age promotes all sorts of ideas, evolution, uh, people from other planets, uh, we could be gods, all sorts of craziness, right? And then we see the movies are promoting sex with uh, demons. We see the Bible talks about uh, sex with fallen angels, creating giants. <clears throat> and this is a... I'm talking about um, some of the two of the demons. One is called Incubus. One is called Succubus. One is a female spirit that has sex with people in their dreams. And the other one, you know, sex. Or they, sometimes they they switch sexes. You have that ready, Rory? You can go ahead with that one. I'm gonna talk about something now that some of you may have heard of before, but I mentioned it in my part two video. And at the end of the video, I mentioned it right before altar call, and I talked about a spirit that was coming in to, among the children and getting on top of the young girls and the young boys and wrestling with them and they couldn't speak, they couldn't say anything, they couldn't even say Jesus. They, you know, they, their voice would just be taken away from them as they speak and or a lot of times they're dreaming of sexual fantasies and different things and these things manifest in their sleep and it gives young boys wet dreams and it gives girls these, these you know, these uh, 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 night shakes and different things where it's violently holding them down, these spirits. These spirits have a name. And the name is Incubus and Succubus. These are very real spirits. They are very real spirits. Your, your most vulnerable moment is when you sleep. And a lot of times the enemy comes when you sleep. These spirits, Incubus and Succubus, are very, very real and they're being dealt with a lot, especially now. A lot of people are having sexual dreams and actually having physical releases. They have a scientific name for it for young boys. They call it a wet dream. And it's when a boy actually ejaculates in his sleep. Well, something's very wrong with that because the dream he had that manifested that was a sexual perverted dream. And there was something very real that came in his room. And while he thought he may have been asleep, there was something really going on while he laid there. Incubus and succubus. Incubus is the non-physical, immaterial male sexual partner in congressus subtilis, which is sexual union with a non-physical or astral Entity. I'll talk about astral in just a minute. Succubus is the non-physical, immaterial, female sex partner. So the young girls mostly experience incubus. Young boys experience succubus, or not young at all. Grown women, everything. They experience this, and these are kindred to what they call a mare demon. The Latin word for nightmare is incubo. 
which means to lie up on. That's where we get the word nightmare. In Africa, they call these spirits the night husband and night wife. You know why they call it that? Because most young ladies that experience this incubus spirit coming in can't get married. You ever met women that you just know should have been married a long time ago, then they're reaching 30 and 40 years old? No husband. You know why? Because this is a very jealous spirit. So when this spirit latches on and it's coming in in the night and it comes with a familiar face, that's why it's a familiar spirit. So it'll come as somebody you may know or somebody you may fantasize about or some recording artist, a movie star. It may come as in that form, but it'll come in and it'll jump on you and you'll feel it and it'll feel very real. And then every relationship you try to embark upon, something bad happens and it gets canceled and they run the man off. He don't want you. You knew it was a good relationship. You knew I'm just about to get married. Sometimes you can't even have kids and you wonder what is going on. It's because that jealous spirit won't let you go. Had a young girl who was experiencing this. She told me, she said, every night something would come in my room and it would climb on top of me and it would literally just hold me down and fight with me. And, and it told me one day I heard it, it said, you're mine and I'll never let you go. She said in every relationship she's ever been in, with every relationship with a man has failed. She could never have a good relationship with men. She never had one. It just, every man, something would always happen. She said, so finally there was this stud, this butch girl. And this girl came to her and said, well, I'll be your woman. She was like, okay, no man is working, so I'm going to try this girl. She said she never had any kind of sexual desires or, I mean, sexual relationship with this girl or nothing. This girl was just a stud that walked around and protected her. But what the girl was doing, because she violated something immorally, what happened was she said in the middle of the night, something would come in her room, hold her down, and she couldn't get up. She said, I want to see what it is. So one night she said she put a, a, a full-length mirror on the side of the bed so she could look in it. She said, and she waited that night. And she said, as soon as she felt like she was asleep, something came, it jumped on top of her. She said she woke up, looked in that mirror, and it was a winged woman over the bed, holding her down. It's real stuff, y'all. See, we're so comfortable. We just don't believe this stuff can happen. Why would we believe that? Oh, but we come in church and we believe the power of God. We believe in the, 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 that when we sing, the power of God will come down. We believe when somebody speaks in tongues that it's of God. We believe that when the sick is healed and all these supernatural things, oh, they're all good when it's supernatural concerning Jesus. But we don't want to talk about the winged women that's coming in our bedroom or the winged man or the night husband that's keeping us from being married. And we've been uh, uh, single for so long and don't know why. According to many church fathers, an incubi, incubi is an angel who fell because of lust. According to Hebrew legends, the incubi is a lewd demon child of Lilith, which seeks sexual intercourse with men and women and can assume either sex in order to have sex with humans. This is real stuff, and there are people in here right now know exactly what I'm talking about because it's happening to them. Or a lot of times when you're married, if you're married, these spirits, they come in a marriage. And they'll come lay right in between you and your wife. And you'll have a dream that you married to, you and your wife are married, and some old girlfriend is in the, you'll have a dream that that girlfriend is laying in the bed with y'all. Or that boyfriend. But you're not, it's not really a dream. Yeah. So, there goes, you know, some some real world testimony and, and, and stories behind some of these 
um, sexual demons. Um, and Rory, um, sorry, we have two more clips. So the first is really Meet Joe Black, and then we're going to go to the last one. So Meet Joe Black, this is uh, what's going on in this movie. Uh, the angel of death takes over a dead man's body and falls in love with a woman who had fell for the deceased. Uh, and and uh, basically what happened, they met in, in a coffee shop. And, you know, by the time when they left, she didn't see where he went, but he got hit by a car. And got so um, in typical familiar spirit fashion, he fools her, and she falls in love with him. Um, and in the meantime, he is waiting on her dad's time to pass on into death because he, he, he knows when the dad is going to die. He also wants her to go back to the spiritual realm with him. However, the movie ends with him putting the original man's soul back into his body so that she can be the one she truly loves. Like, that can really be done. You want to know? I'll tell you. You're looking at a man who tonight is not walking through the valley of the shadow of death. He's galloping into it. At the same time, the business he built with his own hands and his own head has been accommodated by a couple of cheap pirates. And, uh... Oh, yes, I almost forgot. My daughter's fallen in love with death. And I'm in love with your daughter. Say again. I'm in love with your daughter, and I'm taking her with me tonight. You what? I think you heard me, Bill. You're taking the weight for your choices and feelings and spending the rest of your life living up to them, and above all, not hurting the object of your love. So that's what love is, according to William Parrish? Multiply it by infinity and take it to the depth of forever, and you will still have barely a glimpse of what I'm talking about. Those were my words. They're mine now. Bill, Susan wants to come with me. She loves me. She loves you? Hmm? Who is you? Did you tell her who you are? No. Does she know where she's going? Hmm? See, Susan went whatever way she did for that poor son of a bitch whose body you took and everything else since has been aftermath. You say you love her, but you don't know what love is. She loves you, but she doesn't know who you are. You make a deal, you're breaking it. Bottom line is, Joe... You're swindling her soul and you're doing it with your eyes wide open. I don't like what you're saying. I'm past caring what you like and what you don't like. You're stealing my daughter and I'm not going to let you. You're not going to let me? No, I'm not going to let you. Are you threatening me? Yeah, I certainly hope so. Yeah. I loved Susan from the moment she was born and I love her now and every minute in between. And what I dream of is a man who will discover her and that she will discover a man who will love her, who is worthy of her who's of this world, of this time, and has the grace and compassion and fortitude to walk beside her as she makes her way through this beautiful thing called life. Enough! What I know is what I want, and what I want is Susan. And I will have her, and she will have me, and that's the way it's going to be. And there's nothing you can do about it. Why did you come in here and tell me all this, Joe? You're the big shot, you're the biggest shot of all. You don't have to ask my permission, but that's what you're doing. Do you know why? Because you've somewhere, somehow, developed into a good guy, and you know this is all wrong. I don't know what you're going to do, but, uh... How can this be love? She doesn't know who you are. Why don't you tell her? Try it out on her. See what happens. 
Reveal everything there is to know about yourself and let the chips fall where they may. All right, so there you have it. Uh, Angel of Death, uh, he's just deceiving himself, deceiving the people around him and the lady he so-called loves. Again, it's the same premise. A person from another world, a spiritual realm, takes over a man's body. Somebody she's familiar with, you know. So we're gonna get into. Uh, unless you have something to say about Rory, that what just played. No, I no, no, I'm not. <laughs> no. All right, so garbage to me. Yeah, garbage. The next clip is from Rosemary's Baby, which came out in uh, 1968. The person behind it, Roman Polanski, is, is known as uh, somebody that was into the occult, Satanism, and things like that. So this, this basic movie was about the birth of the Antichrist. This lady is uh, impregnated uh, by a spirit. And, uh, and, and, in fact, they had a recent version of it um, starring, um, I think, Zoe Sedana. And it, it was a little – I actually didn't watch it. I watched a couple clips, and it was a little graphic – but anyway, it was on TV. Um, just fair warning, this clip is uh, disturbing, but at the end of it, there will be something glorious from it. So to play like the poem word. Mary, go back to bed. You know you're not supposed to be up and around. Is the mother? Rosemary. Shut up. Rosemary. Shut up, you're in Dubrovnik. I don't hear you. He has his father's eyes. What are you talking about? Guy's eyes are normal. What have you done to him, you maniac? Satan is his father, not Guy. He came up from hell and begat a son of mortal woman. Hail Satan! Hail Satan! Satan is his father, and his name is Adrian. He shall overthrow the mighty and lay waste their temples. He shall redeem the despised and wreak vengeance in the name of the burned and the tortured. Hail Adrian! Hail Adrian! Hail Satan! Hail Satan! He chose you out of all the world, out of all the women, the whole world. He chose you. He ran these things because he wanted you to be the mother of his only living son. His power is stronger than stronger. His might shall last longer than longer. Satan! came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God and the books were opened 
And another book was opened, which is the Book of Life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Amen. Amen. We have already won. Jesus has already won. We have a caller. We have a caller there. You want to take the call? Yeah, sure. All right. We have won. Jesus is the winner. Hello, caller. Hey. Hello? Hello, good evening. Hi. How are you doing? I, I I was listening. I'm a longtime fan of the host. Um, I just wanted to call in to just say that um, I think you touched on a lot of good subjects. One of the things that I did think uh, might want to be mentioned is ritual sexual abuse, and kind of oh, yeah. you 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 mentioned about how there's been conditioning, but um, I'm a I'm of the belief that uh, that aspect of conditioning has been happening in our society for so long that it is probably one of the the linchpins of how this entire debacle has kind of come to where it is now, where that conditioning, uh, just kind of the ground, the foundation and groundwork for all the conditioning that has come after. Correct. Correct. I agree. Now, the FBI, is, they know about ritual abuse, but they will not bring it out in the media. That that That's said by an uh, ex-F uh, that goes on. I'm satanic. If you want, this is what's up. It's out there. The truth is out there, and and what the caller is saying is big. Of course, it's in the movies. <laughs> you listen to the last clip. That's what went on in that movie. Satanic ritual abuse. And this has been going on. This has been going on for yeah. I'm here, and this has been going on for a long time. And not only that. Um, um, people have been conditioned for this for years. You're talking about 20, 30 years, 40 years even. This has been going on, not only in not only just in in movies, but also in the music industry. But tonight we're just highlighting the the movies and showing you that now people have been conditioned to accept the spirits that are outside. And not Jesus Christ, not Jesus Christ. So they would, they would look and say, "Well, yeah, yeah, those people in church." And then, and that's the other thing that um, people need to look at is that what does Christ have to do with all of this? The only thing that Christ did, He said, "Love thy neighbor, love thy neighbor as thyself." Um, secondly, and He said, "Love God, um, putting God first and all. Love God with all your heart, mind, and strength." And love your neighbor as yourself. Those things, those things are pure. Those things are wholesome. And why is the church under attack on every front? Every front are all the clips that are played are contrary to the word of God. So we see it evident throughout all the clips that were played tonight. There was no clip that um, did not do that. 
and that's the problem that we have. And then you're talking about you're talking about um, people being um, possessed also, and um, um, ritual abuse. Those things are out there. But like you said, no, that won't be publicized. That won't be publicized at all. No. Not only that, no. but if you you can also go and look because it's it's in the news where people are possessed by demon and eating people's faces, possessed yeah. and doing all sorts of things, and it's captured on video, and you're going to deny the very power of God. And it's the only by the power, by the power of God, and in the name of Jesus Christ, that these yokes can be broken. That's the only way they can be broken. Yeah. And, and if, in fact, the, the, the phenomena of sleeping... I know that phenomena sounds like it's a, a really big thing, but it's really going on. It's becoming popular now to to sleep with spirit. It's in the music. Another show, but a little bit. Kate yeah. sleeping with a demon. Uh, um, uh, and and some some of the celebrities have come and said it's, it's good at sex. I mean, just imagine that. And today, in a mob side, it does that say they don't believe. Uh, uh, don't believe in the, in the blood, the saving blood of Jesus Christ. Have them turn into spirits to have pleasure, and that's one of the that that uh, God said they won't turn away from their fornication. Fornication is sex outside, no matter what the sex it is. You know, and and, it, it, and this these yeah, are these are some of the same things. These are some of the same things that I was saying before. Now you see, mm-hmm. men. They're going after strange flesh. Strange yeah. flesh, now that we know it, spirits. But if you go back and look in Genesis, in the same Sodom and Gomorrah, that's what was going on there. Men were going after strange flesh because when the two angels came down, they didn't want anybody else in the city. They wanted those two men because they were strange yeah. flesh. They were new. They were different. They wanted to sleep with them. You, you see where this comes from. So this all ties together. There's nothing that's new under the sun, according to the Word of God. And when we look back, we look, when we look at today, this is where we're headed. We look at today, the things that we see out there, and the things that were going on back then in, in Genesis, yeah. in the book of Genesis. And it's the same exact thing. You know, what's crazy is I watch manga. Manga, for people that don't know, it's basically animation in Japan. And, uh, it, they do all sorts of movies. But this this particular one I, I watched with, with some people back in the day, um, it was called Flight of the Overfiend. And this uh, animation was all about uh, demons from the underworld coming up and causing havoc on the world for having real sex with mortal Women, they were disgusting. I'm I, some of the stuff in it I can't say, but this was what was getting passed around um, through uh, my neighborhood. So, just this, this was this was back in the early nineties. Yeah. So, that, that's and, a genre yeah. that most most people don't know about, and it's it's and all it, over and the place. And it still goes on today. And it still yeah. goes on today. Uh, there's another thing yeah. that I look at. When I looked at the scripture, just one more point. When I look at scripture, and it says, every knee shall bow, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, 
And he said, I looked at that and it says, in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. So if you're looking at that, everything that's above, everything that's on, and everything that's beneath. So we're looking at various levels, as you will say, levels, or you can look at various dimensions. Every single thing, because God gave Jesus Christ all spiritual authority, all heavenly authority has been given to him. So we're dealing with the alien deception, and here's the other thing that they don't talk about. When somebody's being oppressed, possessed, or like they said, they're being abducted, at the name of Jesus Christ, abduction stops. Yes, yes, that's why I'm saying that. Why is that? At the name of Jesus Christ. Because the name of Jesus Christ, it's the only name where man can is the same name that these so-called aliens run from, these demons. Um, but the call the, the line, I think you wanted to say something? Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, uh, well, I didn't know if I was supposed to hang up or not. I thought I was just listening to the radio. Um, so, uh, the one thing I just wanted to add in is that um, one of the things that I've I've seen in my own journey is how how the the corruption isn't even targeting the the adults. Like we've already been conditioned. The targeting is about the youth and. Uh, especially um, in just everyday life, when watching or, or seeing some of the labels and the brands and what people are wearing and the popular uh, artists of the day. Um, in the past, I felt that things were more veil, veiled. And now what I'm seeing, especially um, more and more in recent years, is that instead of uh, that, that veil is seeming to drop. They're, 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 they're lowering the veil and just literally outright putting it right on the right on the clothing, right on everything. Um, but uh, I guess the the thing that I I have the I, I struggle with is that with all this conditioning, with the past conditioning and the current conditioning, um, any time I try to or anyone tries to bring up what's going on to anyone, it, it's it's like there's there's scales on their eyes and they can't see. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. that's true. Uh, exactly. Some people I want. I will say something to my brother real quick. Is that um, it's veiled. It's veiled for the adults. The adults can't see it. The kids. It's veiled in a different way. They can see it, but they don't know what it means. To the adults, they mm-hmm. see it and they think, well, oh, I'm, it's just another line of clothes that I'm buying for my child. But they don't know the meaning behind it. And that's how it's veiled. It's hidden in plain sight. So the parents... And the Bible says... To, oh, go ahead. No, you have to sit down and, and actually expose them to it. And this is what we're lacking in the churches. And the Bible says that it's, the, it's Satan that's put scale over people's eyes. He blinds the unsaved so they cannot see the truth. And, and then on another even for the saved, they don't, like Rory said, they don't know the meanings behind some of these things. Some Like even with some of these movies, 
you know, for a long time, I thought they were just great stories written by people that had an idea. But now when you look back, it's always been there. And like the Bible says, there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing. And we talk about Noah's flood, what that world was like before the flood, you know. And many people have hypotheses and things, and, and their, their stories sound through antiquity and mythology. But the point is, here is the pattern. This is what's coming towards you. Um, for the unsaved, are you going to turn to Jesus Christ? For the saved, will you keep um, entertaining yourself with the not of God? That's not up to me. That's between you and God. Good. Thank you very much for what you guys are doing. Um, I'm going to tune in on the on the web now, so I'm going to hang up, but thank you. Okay. All right. Welcome. Thanks for calling. All right. You know, you know um, Chris, there, there, we talked tonight, and we talked about one of the things that we haven't touched on. We talked about the hidden wisdom, the hidden mm-hmm. treasure. And mm-hmm. here is the thing I wanted to share with the audience. The hidden wisdom is in Christ, and I want you to listen. Colossians 2, um, 3, this is part B. Um, well, 2, part B. I'll, I'll just read the whole thing. 2, Colossians 2, verse 2. That their hearts might be conform, conformed, being knit together in love, and unto the all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and Jesus Christ, in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden in Christ. Amen. Amen. And that's the bottom line. You know, absolutely. There, there, there is no secret in Christ. These, these, these so-called. Oh, I forgot to mention the seven different versions of Jesus in the spiritual, uh, what do you call, it, ascended masters. You know, so that's why they tell you that you can have the Christ consciousness. They're not talking about Jesus of the Bible. They're talking about all these imitators. Yeah. Because, yeah. because to have the Christ consciousness, you are God. You know? Yeah. I mean, this, this thing what, is that, so... That's why that's that's they try to push it. Yeah. And and, and yeah. we must mention again, the, the corner, one of the cornerstones for this movement is evolution. If you don't know why evolution is religion or it's a false teaching, you need to really do... It won't take you long to learn the truth because it's it's veiled in so many lies from the beginning, and it didn't start with Darwin. It didn't start with him. Right. So, uh, he just he just he just opposed for it. So it's a, it, and and, it, and you know going into the superheroes or the heroes of old. It's the same thing. These evolved uh, super beings that will one day. Uh, create a new um, utopia, or, or um, will be the, 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 the gods of the new age, basically. Right. And this goes. And you yeah. know, 
talked about it. Uh, we talked also about, um, or we heard clips of Hitler and the Ascended Masters. And there are also secret organizations that they push for the same thing. Sons of God, daughters of men. Then you can become God. These are the things that have been going on. They're not, it's, not, it's not new. This is the enemy at work in, at full blast. But the only difference yes. now is that you're able to sit down in a theater if you allow yourself to open your eye gate, your ear gate, to be channeled in something that is totally not of God. And then the, the, what happens after that or the implications of what you're doing to yourself is horrid because you sit down yeah. and you're piping that, that garbage in and, and you understand and you say, well, no, I, I believe there's a God, but I believe that he's on a higher level. And these are the things that these people don't read the word of God. So they, they have these sweet sayings that they come up with and have nothing to do with the Lord. Right. And then on top of it, oh, well, not on top of it, the show is almost coming to an end. Um, and next week we'll go into uh, the alien deception again, but this time we're going to go the alien invasion. What is that about? Well, is it just a fancy idea, or has it been talked about by different religions? Um, has it been? Is, is, can you find evidence of it in antiquity? We'll talk about that on next week's show. Yes, and I just want to thank the Lord for tonight's show, and thank you for my dear brother Chris. Lord God, we just want to bow before you tonight, bow our hearts, our minds, our will, our emotions, O oh Lord God, to you. And, Lord God, that someone somewhere hearing this word will be set free from bondage, from sin, hell, death, and the grave. And that, Lord God, they'll come to a new understanding of who you are and how you said on the cross, it's finished. It's a finished work. Everything that you did on that cross is finished. Who the Son set free is free indeed. Jesus Christ reigns. And there's coming a day when he is going to return and time is going to be encapsulated and it's going to stand still and every man will have to give an account for everything he or she has done in his mortal body. Amen? Amen. Good night. Good night, everyone. If you like our videos, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell to get all our frequent updates. What if every time you went out, you could cash in? Now with the Capital One Saver Card, you earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment, like their first taste of guacamole. Ew, gross. And 4% cash back when you take your kids to the museum for the first time. Whoa, buddy, don't touch that. No matter your reason for going out, now you have four more. Introducing the new Saver Card from Capital One. Earn 4% on dining and 4% on entertainment. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Capital One Bank, USANA. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. 
which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.